Welcome to Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. My name is Carol Woolham Roberts. And I'm her husband, Paul. And we are the creators of Grow Me a Story. Our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. And inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. As your creativity cultivators, Paul and I are excited to bring you another guest here in 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. For the month of September, our guest is our good friend, Carrie Stewart Parks. Carrie has had a long career as an author, speaker, fine artist, and forensic artist. We'll start off asking her today about the role of nature and nurture in the world of creativity. Here is episode two of our Dreams and Bones podcast interview with our fellow creative, Carrie Stewart Parks. nature versus nurture, to what degree do you think we are born created with certain gifts? To what degree are we a product of our surroundings, such as family, culture, education? So I have an unusual take on creativity and that whole thing. One thing is that people who are considered creative, meaning uh, with music or with the classic creativity, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. really what it comes down to is those things come easily to them. And because it comes easily, they're more apt to stay with it. Mm -hmm. Whereas if it is a difficult task, most people won't stay with it. Therefore, they will let that drop. Now, there is a certain aptitude type of thing, but you can learn to draw Mm -hmm. unless you have some kind of a learning disability like dyslexia, which Mm -hmm. does create a problem, Mm -hmm. a physical problem, Mm -hmm. or two left feet for dance or what have Mm -hmm. you. If you have kind of standard what have you, Mm -hmm. you can do a lot of those things, but because they're not easy, you're not going to stay with it. Mm -hmm. So that's a part of it. Secondly, uh, most people do have a certain amount of creativity because creativity is nothing more than in the, at the earliest stages. I wonder what will happen if, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder what will happen if I put salt in the soup. I mean, that is a creative step. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder what will happen if I try this recipe on these people that are coming to dinner that I've never tried before. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I know what will happen. (laughs) That was not a good idea. (laughs) So uh, everybody has to a certain extent creativity. Now, creativity is not the same as spontaneity. Mm. Children Mm. are spontaneous. They will do something and you'll think, oh my gosh, that is so creative. No, it's spontaneous. Mm. Creativity Mm. is you're able to repeat it Mm -hmm. a second time. A child will say something and you go, wow, I never would have thought of that. They're not going to be able to do it again right away because it just came bursting out Mm -hmm. of them, you know. So to a certain extent, yes, we all have that. I wonder what will happen if part of us. And then secondly, things that come easily, more natural, a certain physical or what have you ability Mm -hmm. in either art or singing, music, what have you. And then finally, if it's nurtured from the family, if it was now in my family, for example, they kind of thought that I might be an artist because there was art running in the family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They never thought I would be a writer because 
beyond my parents, if you go back one more generation, there was nobody that was particularly writers mm-hmm. in that generation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, you know, there's a certain, it's a combination of all of those. Mm-hmm. And depending on the person, it's more here or more over there. You can encourage and nurture say music in someone. My my grandmother had great hopes that I would play the organ at the church. <laughs> she had these great hopes. She had no idea how absolutely impossible I found <laughs> music. <laughs> I would just look at her like, oh my gosh, grandma, I have no idea what you're doing. But she played violin. Mm-hmm. So she thought that maybe if she encouraged that. Yeah. My folks realized that that isn't going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you, you can encourage a lot of it. You can get mm-hmm. a certain distance. I think some things are more teachable than others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Such as? What's, uh, I think, well, yeah. art is, is pretty teachable because that's hand-eye coordination. Well, there's hope for me then. Yes, there is. <laughs> yes, I have taught. Unless, um, when I say dyslexic, now this is not going to help on a podcast, but if I would say to someone, some of my students, and I... Probably in 34 years, I've had maybe four Mm. that found it almost impossible. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would say, okay, to draw a T-shirt, the collar of a T-shirt on a person, Mm. you see this shape right here. I'm making a U-shape. You see the shape? They go, yes. What am I doing? You're going down and up. Okay, making a U. See that? Yes, I see that. Okay, I want you to repeat that shape. And they'll go, and do it upside down. Interesting. Yeah. And you're, and then they'll look at their hand like somebody had just attached it. Like, <laughs> yeah, how did my hand do that? <laughs> how did my hand do that? That isn't what I meant it to do. Mm-hmm. So, but most people are can get a certain level with with mm-hmm. art, um, and because we write, and write is nothing more than shapes. So that's trained a lot more. I think uh, dance because that's coordination mm-hmm. uh, and physical. Uh, more people are more apt to be good because mm-hmm. they have the physical body for it, number one. Mm-hmm. And then number two, the coordination, because that's, you can't teach. You can get a little bit more coordinated, but, you know, let's mm-hmm. face it, if you're going to trip off the stage, you're going to trip yeah. off the stage. You're not going to go <laughs> there. Singing, I understand that true tone deafness is very, very rare. Mm. But uh, I think singing, you could get to a certain level with correct teaching. Mm-hmm. Never to the high level, but mm-hmm. you can certainly get to a certain level. So there's certain certain areas you can get more so. Most people can do some form of story writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of that is learning the craft mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. you know learning how to construct a sentence. Uh, yes, it's yeah. it's learning mm-hmm. type of thing. Acting well, there's hams born and all of that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I don't want to look at anybody in particular. Yeah. So, so I'm a lefty and a proud lefty. Does that uh, is that a positive thing in in the world of art, or does that create problems? Is your mom a, a lefty or dad? I'm the only one in the family for. Uh, okay, a ways so back get, we've got to look at the fact that. Uh, in our generation, and early, and I'm older than you guys, so and earlier, if you were a lefty, they tried to tried teach to, you to I, be a right-handed person. I have some some early memories of that. Yes, and, and my brother was a lefty, and they made him because by in his generation, he had to be right-handed. Mm-hmm. They they really forced the issue. Yeah, the right brain versus left brain. I guess it if you're 
mother father and i haven't read that book for quite a while if your mother father was a left-handed and you're left-handed there truly is going to be a little bit of a switch there mm -hmm. it's just the different lobes of your brain are mm -hmm. going to see things differently mm -hmm. but you know i'm my left eye is my dominant eye but i'm mm -hmm. right-handed so go figure that mm -hmm. so i don't know i i i i really love drawing on the right side of the brain but I really have gone beyond that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. uh, I think that that doesn't, the only thing is that you're, when you're with your left mm -hmm. hand, the way you draw, you cover yeah, a lot yes. of what you're drawing because your hand is right. going mm -hmm. across it. Mm -hmm. yeah. That would probably be the only thing I say. It might be, I'd have you to look to at how you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you would probably hold the pencil. Yeah. I'd have to look at how you held the pencil. Yeah. But, but Rick and I both hold our pencil the same way, which is weird. He, my husband, Rick, is also an artist. And we hold it uh, in all 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 of our fingers. Mm -hmm. oh. Now most people hold it in right. three. Mm -hmm. We hold it in four, resting on the fifth. Huh. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Or I should say, resting on these two. Yeah. Three. We frame it. Oh, sorry, we frame it this way, all yeah. the way around. Okay. And just one hand is touching the paper. Hmm. No idea what that means. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure someone could tell you. <laughs> and, and there was yeah, another yeah. thing I noticed, and um, that is when I'm painting, and I've watched other artists. I'm painting in watercolor. I'm right-handed. My left hand goes into my back pocket, into oh. my pocket behind me, or it holds something. Mm. But if you give it a paper towel to hold, you're not careful. That'll sneak in oh. and try to dab things out. Huh. So, so you got to keep control of that one. You take that hand. And, you know, I'm sure there's a biblical thing about left yes. hand. Yeah. Yeah, right hand is doing her. That's right. right. <laughs> Whatever. But I, I, there is something there, but I... I I'm sure in another lifetime I would study that. At this <laughs> yes. point, I just think it's just kind of interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Who would have thought? Are you starting or currently working on a creative project but don't know what to do next? Do you need someone to talk to? Someone who will give you feedback and tools to get your creativity back on track? This is what Grow Me a Story is all about. Paul and Carol Wollum Roberts, your creativity cultivators, will help you start, continue, or complete creative projects, big or small. Visit www.growmeastory.com to learn how Paul and Carol can help. Now, back to Dreams and Bones. Well, we often refer to the creator or God in, in us. What is your understanding or perspective of the role of the creator in us, working through us? What is your view of all that? Well, God is the great creator. Yes. He did create us. And the first words in the Bible, are, in the beginning, God created. Mm -hmm. Or uh, I think in the Hebrew, it's actually God created is the, the very mm -hmm. first thing. So God is the great creator, mm -hmm. but God is in us through invitation, through mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So therefore, God will work with us and give us gifts of the Holy Spirit. In fact, the first gift of the Holy Spirit, it was a temporary gift listed in the Bible, was given to the artists mm -hmm. in the Old Testament oh. when God gave them the ability to create things for the temple. Oh, yeah. The first exactly. gifts of the Holy Spirit were temporary gifts were yeah. to the artists. Yeah. So yeah. God can and does use us. 
but we have to be in his will and we can't be in his will by being outside of his will. So yeah. therefore God will use that part of us if that is in his will mm -hmm. and his desire. Um, everybody is because they were created by the great creator has that certain ability mm -hmm. to, I wonder if yes. now, what are they going to do with it? You can you not be creative or vastly wonderful if you're not a Christian? Well, certainly mm -hmm. you can you can definitely do that. It's just that God has a plan for us mm -hmm. that is the best plan mm -hmm. for us because He's the one that wired our innermost parts. Mm -hmm. So He knows what will work with us, and um, He's the one that. Uh, there are times when I I just. I, I can't think. I'm actually jumping ahead to another question, but there are times <laughs> okay. when I I can't think of things, or I'm thinking, okay, I've got to dig deeper. I mean, God kind of talks to me by these little voices that go dig sure. deeper, dig deeper. <laughs> yeah. That's not deep enough. Dig yeah. deeper. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. not enough. Um, so when I hear that that st small still voice, mm -hmm. and then I walk around and say, okay, God, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. <Yeah. laughs> And uh, and usually that inspiration will come at that point. Mm -hmm. So he he has a plan for us that God wants us to follow that plan. Mm -hmm. But he also gave us free will. Mm -hmm. And I know what we people that we talk to in a big part is being learning to be still enough to hear that voice. That's yes. a big part of it. It's it a is. huge part of yeah. it. Because yeah. you can you can get going in all of your things in your head mm -hmm. and all mm -hmm. that sort of thing, and you don't listen. Yeah. Um, there's uh, Alan Arnold wrote a wonderful book, and I got to think of the name. I think it's called Just With, and it's creating with God, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a marvelous. It's not a particularly big book, but Alan Arnold was at one time the head of. Thomas Nelson Publishing oh, House, okay. yes. and he is a very excellent speaker and uh, um, does have some very, very good, good books about creating with God. Mm -hmm. uh, now, it's directed primarily for writers, but it's creating with sure. God. So sure. it's, a, it's a great book. We had to get it as soon as we heard about it. Mm -hmm. I think it is called Will. There it is, folks, part two of our four-part interview with Carrie Stewart-Parks. Carol, any comments on what we heard from Carrie in this episode? I thought it was interesting when she talked about how often we're, if something comes easy to us, we tend to go toward it. We tend to try to be creative in that area. And it might be kind of a spontaneous thing, such as children. Children are often are spontaneous, and sometimes we call that creativity, but Carrie posed the question, is that really creativity? Mm -hmm. Yeah, very interesting. And she left the door open for me to still perhaps pursue visual arts if I wanted to. As we bring this episode to a close, we'd like to thank our Sacred Community Garden members for their support and remind all of our listeners that as a subscriber, you can soon gain access to the bonus material from all of our Dreams and Bones interviews. If you have found us and you're not a member, but want to know more about Dreams and Bones, go to www.growmeastory.com where you can find out more about practicing the art of creative living with your hosts, Paul and Carol Willem Roberts. Join us next Friday as we bring you Episode 3 of our interview with artist and educator Carrie Stewart-Parks on your Dreams and Bones podcast.